and welcome to the Super 90s Brothers. I am your host, Brendan Pointer, as along with me is Adam J. Pitzler. How's it going, buddy? Adam Soar! Ah, uh, the... It's so good to be back, isn't it? Adam Soar. Yeah, I feel the same way. Uh, Adam how, how you been? Adam Soar. Okay, so <laughs> that joke can only play so long. Uh, we're doing Pokemon today, um, if, in case nobody knew. But let's let's go on with the pleasantries. I'm doing well, man. How are you? How's your summer been? I, I've been I've been great. I've been uh. I've been running a lot. I've, um, you it's know, true. Just, just, you know, been chilling out doing a lot of summer things. You know, we've, we've been on a break from the podcast for about, uh, I think it's been four about months. six months, four months, the four, months. four months. We did. Yeah. We did one in June, early June. That's right. We did Sandlot. Um, yeah. So it's been yeah. about four months, a third of the year. Yeah. And, uh, like nothing we're, at all. We're, and we're back for season three, so um, yeah, a little pat on I the make, back for us making it to season three, Brennan. I don't know if that you're definitely not patting your back. Well, you're just like clapping I'm, chalkboards. I'm, I'm I'm clapping and I'm just clapping, you know, for myself. I mean, I can't. You can't. I guess you can hear well, my the, back a little well, bit. The thing about a back is it doesn't clap back quite. It's more of a pat than a clap. I see. Well, I'm. We can go like on I'm, about this. But. I'm pretend. I'm pretending that there's like a you know an audience in front of me and they're like clapping for me. I guess like. Oh well, well the 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 millions are out there listening right now and downloading and applauding you and people have their Brennan shrines in their closet, not unlike Helga from Hey Arnold. So you know you you got your fans, you got your peeps. We do. We have our fans, and we you know we, even with the hiatus and not recording for the last four months our episode i mean our shows are still getting you know a ton of listens and um you know it's great so what's the lesson just what's the lesson from that um that you know our, that our podcast is timeless and that people can listen to our podcast whenever because it's very it's not timely at all well i was gonna say and, it seems like the less we the less we do the more hits we get <laughs> That's true, um, but so, um, so I think we were we were cool just to let it ride for a while because yeah, our listens are way up. So we'd like to thank all of you for uh, sharing the podcast with your friends, listening to old episodes. If you listen once and you like it, please listen again. That's kind of the point <laughs> of a podcast like ours. Um, so anyway, um, back back to the back to the format again. Um, first of all, it's been four months, and we were just talking about all the support we'd be getting online. And we just want to extend our thank you um again as always to all of our awesome fans who've been with us from the beginning through all three seasons brennan um fantasy football to 90 stuff and i think it's you know the 90 stuff is really what helped our podcast take off so thank you for everyone that listens um we are back back in black back in action um and what we need from you guys to have another awesome season of 90s uh recall is we need those iTunes reviews. That's what we want from you. That's the only price we ask that you pay. Oh, and sharing and talking about us and sending us money when you have it. But first and foremost, getting us a review on iTunes, a five-star review, Brennan, and how can they do that? How can they review us on iTunes? You just got to go to iTunes, go to where our podcast is, and uh, just click that 
the five stars on that on the the you know you, there's one two three four five you click the fifth star it will get you into the review mode and uh and you can just start you can start reviewing us um and say all these sweet things about us about how we're just we're the best podcast ever and you know how how sexy i sound on the mic and how sexy adam sounds on the mic we're just you know we're just two sexy guys doing a podcast about 90s uh, pop culture so yeah i'm surprised we don't have more like women fans i'm surprised we don't have stalkers at this point frankly i mean i i guess or do you i mean i've had i mean i have i've had multiple women you know talk to me about my podcast i mean they are my mom cool and and mostly the other woman i talk to my podcast about is my wife who i tell her i'm doing my podcast and and she's like, oh, you're still doing a podcast? And I'm like, <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I'm still doing How a long podcast. Is that? She's like, How long has like, that been oh. going on? <laughs> and she's like, oh, are you still doing fantasy football? I'm like, no, we stopped that about uh about two years ago. So um Well, um Well we do we do appreciate all our fans, and then today we're doing a special appreciation show. For Cam Morrison, who was kind enough to listen to our show, um, give us his feedback, which we love, um, and then make a special request, um, which we are accommodating today for you, Cam Morrison. So I hope that uh, you enjoy the show, because today's show is all about Pokemon and everything under the sun that that could relate around. So, um, Cam Morrison, you and your friends, you guys sit back, grab your Pokeballs, give them a good rub, and get ready for our show. Absolutely. Yes. We're Pokemon. We are, we're doing Pokemon. So let's start. I'm going to, I'm going to run this a little bit different than usual. Um, and we'll kind of get to why that is in a, in a bit, but, uh, let's start. When Adam, did you first hear about Pokemon? Okay. It's not exactly like the, I remember where I was, you know, when the bombs hit, it's not exactly like that moment, but somewhere around like seventh grade, Rumors started hitting my middle school about some like insanely popular like Japanese Nintendo Game Boy game about that had all of these monsters that you would catch and you would train and you would fight and and it, it all sounded so cool but the only thing that didn't make sense was it was on Game Boy. Do you remember here like I was thinking yeah a Game Boy like how cool could a Game Boy game it be at the time? Now remember this is back like I think Game Boy Color had like just come out. The original Pokemon games were released on the original old, old ass Game Boy. Do you guys remember this thing? It was like a brick with like, like four bit graphics. Like it was just, it was terrible. So, and, and I wouldn't say that the Game Boy was particularly popular at the time either. I don't really know anyone that played it regularly. Like nowadays, handheld games are everywhere. There's all kinds of, like it's, it's blown up. But back then it wasn't really a thing. So I don't know how excited some of us were to hear about it until the game, the game informer stuff came out. You know, game reviewers started coming out. People you knew started playing it, saying, "No, no, no, this game is awesome. It's really addictive." And I just remember thinking, "What a cool concept! You go out and you catch monsters of of different varieties, and then you train them to like learn new moves." And of course, there's. I mean, when you're hearing this in theory, it all sounds probably a lot better than it is. Like you're thinking, "Well, I'll think of all these crazy monsters I get to catch, and I'll train them to do all this crazy shit, and we'll kill people, and they'll eat people, and it'll be awesome." That's more or less what Pokemon is, except you don't eat people, and they can only learn four moves. But the four moves are kind of cool, and they learn other shit too, and there's items and stuff. So I, I would say I had I had sort of a lukewarm initial impression, but then the more I learned, the more cool it got. 
Yeah, um, that's a lot. And such a, I mean, that, I, I, Pokemon for me is, I, I guess I, maybe I was, I, I just know, I didn't know many people who played it for one. Um, um, if you listen to past podcasts, you would know, you might know that I, I did not have a Game Boy. Um, I never had a Game Boy. Um, never had a Game Boy co- Color. Um, so I missed out on all that fun when I was a kid. I had a Game Gear, um, which was terrible, but I never had a Game Boy. Um, my, probably my first real, um, like in like entry to Pokemon was the TV show. Um, so yeah, and so like that's probably where I heard heard about the most. My brothers really got into it. Um, with like the trading card game, that's when I kind of knew about it. And then, and then I also had some friends that played it, but to me and my group of friends, Pokemon was kind of, um, for the younger kids. And so you kind of made fun of anyone that played it. That was my age. So I don't know if that, if that's true yeah, to fuck you. you. It's like, I don't know. Oh, if that it was, was. Like, it was, if, there was oh, a okay, lot was... of hate. Let me be real. There was a lot of hate at first. Like if you like me, I was on to Pokemon. Like as, as soon as the Game Boy games like came out in America and you could buy them, like I got them like that Christmas. So I got them like a month later or something. And I started playing like right from the beginning. So totally, man, like people of my age bracket, people of my ilk, they, they would like turn their nose up at me. Like, oh, you playing Pokemon? Oh, what a kid's game. Oh, let's play Indian Jam or Madden. Oh. Like it was, it was the same. St- I was like, dude, it's a video game. Do you enjoy it or not? Like, what do you mean it's a kid's game? Like, what does that mean? I, it's like, it's not, it's, I'm, not, I'm not like playing like Barney's Big Adventure, those games for NES where you couldn't die. Like, it's a video game. I, I, I never understood the initial hate. Like, it was super fun. And I think, I mean, looking back, I got to say, all of you were fucking wrong. Like, you guys were all wrong. You're all playing Pokemon now, bitches. You all play Pokemon Go or, or some form of, like, you, you're all into it now. So, frankly, waiting on my apology from you. Uh, I'm sorry, Adam. I'm sorry for every terrible thing I said about any nerd who uh, played Pokemon. Stop. When they Stop were... right there. I'm not taking that shit apology. Stop. <laughs> Keep that shit apology in your pants. It was not nerdy to play Pokemon. We were cutting, we were cutting edge at the time, okay? It was, a, it was a new game, and we were first to it. And yes, it was very popular amongst younger kids. But shit, so what? Lots of things are. Kids like Disneyland, too. Disneyland's awesome. You know, what do you want me to say? So I'm not going to apologize that younger kids liked it. It was a good game. It was a good game. Uh, you know, that, and that kind of gets us, you know, to our next question is what was, uh, you know, what, what was your first Pokemon experience? So what was, okay. what was your first, well, let's it, talk- was it the game? It was the game or the cartoon? No. There was a cartoon. There, the, the, the summer before I got the game, the cartoon beat started being syndicated on like Fox or something where I lived in Olympia. So we started watching the cartoon, I don't know, late spring, early summer. And I, I know that there's some like kiddie stuff about it, but overall I thought, I mean, when you're like, I think I was 13 or 14, dude, I wasn't very old. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, right. And it, like the cartoon was fun. Like the shit was cool. It was like this new concept. And more than that, because the game, because the game wasn't readily available, because the internet wasn't really a big thing yet where you could just get on the internet and look everything up that you were ever interested in under the sun, watching the show was cool because every new episode, he'd meet some new Pokemon. You're like, dude, there's that kind of Pokemon? 
Like it was like it was like opening a new gift every episode. And yeah, some were kind of lame, but a lot of them were cool, especially in the show. Like in the show, they always played up their strengths and made them look cool and do cool shit. And the cast was always out doing cool shit. Like there was like, you know, always fighting trainers or going to gym battles or whatever. Like it was it was an active show. There was a lot of fighting. I remember like a, a couple years later making fun of a lot of people who were really into Dragon Ball Z. Because, not because I thought it was for kids, but because when I would watch it, nothing would ever happen. They would just stand around looking constipated the whole time. Pokemon was not like that. Like, that wasn't two, four, 14 episodes of buildup. Like, every episode had, like, three, about three to four Pokemon battles. And they were good. They were, like, three to four minutes long. And it was interesting. And I don't know. It was cool. Yeah, I mean, I watched this show with my brothers. It was, um, you know, it was definitely different um, TV from whatever else was on there. Because it was, you know, it's technically anime um so it's you know has a very ja has a very japanese feel to it which wasn't really around that much like stateside like yeah in, in like mainstream like tv shows like it was i mean i guess P power rangers is kind of has that like manga feel yeah uh but yeah, um, not really but yeah it, but it was i mean anyways it was a good i mean it it was a fun show like you got to watch pikachu and ash like go around and fighting other uh, trainers. I remember their uh, team, it was a team rocket. Is that the bad guys? Um, oh yeah, dude, dude, me and my, me and my friend Glenn, I know this is stupid, like juvenile, embarrassing, like 13 year old boy stuff, but we both thought Jesse on team rocket, the chick with the red hair, we thought she was so hot. <laughs> I, I, I could see that. <laughs> I mean, there, there's some sense of like, you know, um, like, I think there, there's people that are attracted to like um, the Japan. I, I, like, I wouldn't Japan go that anime. far. I would. I would not say that I'm attracted to hentai or whatever that stuff is. I, I would just say that we were we were 13 and we thought Jesse was pretty hot, so we we kind of rooted for her. Meowth, like our favorite part of the show was Team Rocket. Like when we watched, we thought like Jesse and Meowth were were both really funny. Um, there was right. some other guy in Team Rocket with blue hair. He was kind of a chode. I think his name was James. But the best part of the show was the, was the gym battles. I mean, there, and you got to you got to experience some of the Pokemon for the first time. Like, like the, I think it's the third or fourth gym, the Psychic Gym. That episode mm. where like where Ash and Brock, who who like always has his eyes closed, he looks like he's gonna like fall over. But Ash and Brock and Misty, they go to like the Psychic Gym, and it's like this creepy ass haunted house with like this telepathic girl and this creepy Annabelle doll. And they're like trapping them in dollhouses and attacking them and beating the shit out of Pikachu. Like it was like kind of a horror episode. Like it was awesome. And then like they get kicked out of the gym or something. So they go find some, they go to some other haunted house and find this big ass ghost Pokemon to bring it back and fight with it. I think it was like a Gengar or something or a Haunter. Anyway, the show was cool. And like, and that episode made me love Abra. Abra became Abra and then Kadabra became my favorite Pokemon because of that episode. Because I just thought he was such a badass. He was like this psychic type that could like levitate, lift you, and throw you against the wall. And he had like moves that could regenerate his health, which most Pokemon couldn't do. So, I mean, I just thought, I think there's a lot to like about the show. The original two seasons that covered like him him going through the original land and then going to the gym. and the I can't remember the name of it. There's some like tournament that they go to at the end for all the, the Pokemon League or something like that. The first two seasons mm -hmm. of the show were really good. And if you haven't seen it, and you like Pokemon, you'll you'll enjoy it for sure. So, so, but basically, from 1996 to 1999, which you know is the first generation of 
for people who know Pokemon, that's the first generation of Pokemon. Um, it's when uh, it's when the red and green is a red and green, um, the red and blue. Um, that when that game came out for the Game Boy, um, and it really launched this craze of Pokemon. You know, it became it was a TV show, it was a playing card game, it was a video game. Um, it it you know it it even it was just it was just a phenomenon. It, and in, and even today, Stan, I mean, it's still, I mean, Pokemon's been going strong for, what, 20, 25 years almost. Um, Dude, it's a fucking empire. It's a fucking yeah, empire. Sure. And I was like, um, I was one of the first Americans on board. So fuck y'all that made fun, made fun of me for liking Pokemon. I had a hotter girlfriend than you. Fuck y'all. <laughs> um, <laughs> but so, but to, I mean, to talk about my first experience, like, besides the TV show, which I don't really remember that well, um, was in, I got, when I had a Nintendo 64 and I played a lot of my, you know, normal games on it. Um, but my, I had two younger brothers and they're five and seven years younger than me. And, uh, and they loved Pokemon. They had Pokemon cards. They, you know, they didn't have the Game Boy, but they played it and they watched the TV show. But on the 64, for those of you who don't know, the Pokemon all the games that come to the consoles like the nintendo 64 the you know gamecube the wii whatever they're not they're not the true like pokemon games they're just like offshoots of the pokemon characters and i remember this one game i had for the 64 called pokemon snap and um and, the, and i and i play, i played this game with my brothers but the only the only thing you did in the game was you're like on this rail the railroad car and you're like going on like the safari and you take pictures of pokemon and that's Dude, it's the lamest fucking <laughs> it's literally all it's you the do. worst pokemon game ever um, the worst and so that was and that was probably and i probably played it a little bit just like with my brothers and this the kind of like see what this is all about and i played it and that was pretty much it but uh and to be yeah, completely no, that, honest that game sucked dude and to be completely honest i my other you know, the only other Pokemon like experiences I have is like through Smash Brothers. Um and so with <laughs> that doesn't Pikachu, count. Jigglypuff, like yeah, like that's so all I've never actually played a Pokemon game. I've never picked up an RPG game and picked it up. So So um that's okay, Brennan. This show is for Cam Morrison, and we told him that you weren't really a Pokemaster. <laughs> so I'm going to talk about my experience because I am a Pokemaster. I beat Pokemon Yellow. I beat Pokemon Blue. I beat Pokemon whatever the next thing contained. I think it was Gold, and the next was like Emerald, and the next was like Black and White. I, I beat all of them, and then after Black and White, I, I think it stopped because it's pretty much the same formula again and again and again. I was kind of eight. at that point. It's not that I didn't think the games were fun. I was just kind of aging out of having that much time to play. Can, can um, you can, can you speak to maybe I, I, I shouldn't interrupt you. I want to. We should talk about. I want to know what the difference between red and blue is. Why do Why do all Pokemon games yes. have two versions of themselves? But I'm sorry for interrupting yes. your experience. But uh, that's, that's something right. that very. It's something that always has really. I, I was just like, do we, why do I have to? Why would I ever want to? Maybe that's why I never liked Pokemon. Because I never wanted to have buy buy two games to play it. Um. I don't know. Misnomer. You don't have to buy two games. It's okay. not. You don't have to buy two games to play it. You have to buy two games if you want to collect all 150 Pokemon, which is a dick in the ass. And I will get to more of that in later. Uh, okay. But the, 
So, so the original Pokemon Red and Blue came out. That's number one, Red and Blue. And what it is is there's 100 Pokemon in Red. I don't know exactly, but there's about 100 Pokemon in Red and about 100 Pokemon in Blue. And there's about 50 of them that are in both of them. So do you, do you follow me? So mm-hmm. there's 50 Pokemon that are in both Red and Blue. And then there's another 50 that is in one. And there's 50 exclusive Red and like 50 exclusive Blue, roughly. Okay. okay. So... When you play either version, you get about two-thirds of the Pokemon, including most of the best ones, I would say. So um, so when I first got Pokemon, I actually didn't get red or blue. I got yellow, oddly enough, because it had come out that Christmas as like a collector's edition or something. So I got Pokemon yellow because, like you, Brennan, I thought at the time, I don't want to buy two. I'll just buy one. And I thought it was some sort of hybrid of the two. But I was wrong, too. It was just like red and yellow, just... With a, with a different uh, exchange of Pokemon, and also you could start with Pikachu. It was like the Pikachu edition. And in oh, red, and blue, red and Blue, you couldn't start with Pikachu. You had to catch your own somewhere. So this is what I remember about playing Pokemon Yellow and starting with Pikachu. The very first fucking gem that you get to is Brock's gem. Brock is a rock-type Pokemon. If you start out with Pikachu or Charmander, you are completely fucked. You cannot beat Rock-type Pokemon with fire or electric. They do literally nothing to them. Literally nothing. Like, it, you, you can't even do the move. It says, like, ineffective. Then the other person just, like, hits you again. And the only, like, regular moves you can do them, like, scratch and claw and bite. They don't do anything to a Rock-type. Like, you can't hurt them with normal-type moves. Pokemon's all about, like, elemental types. You're, every Pokemon is, like, one or two types of elements. I'm fire Pokemon. I'm weak against water. I'm water Pokemon. I'm weak against fire. I'm I'm electric Pokemon. I'm strong against water. You know what I mean? That kind of thing. Mm. The very first gym is Brock, and he's got, like, an Onyx and, like, some Geodudes, I think. And they proceed to kick the living shit out of you if you have Pokemon or Charmander. And I know plenty of Pokemaster that quit right there at that first gym because it was so hard. You couldn't do anything to them. There was one Pokemon leading up to that gym that you could catch and build up and get strong enough to the point where you could fight Brock, and that was literally the fucking lamest Pokemon in in the start process. This little ass tiny caterpillar named Caterpie. This fucking Caterpie is so weak that in the cartoon, Ash didn't even have to weaken him down with Pikachu to catch him. He just hit him in the head with a Pokeball, and it passed out, and he caught him. So, that gives you some idea of what Caterpie can do. Like, literally his only move was to shoot string in your eyes, which lowered your accuracy. (laughs) Like, he couldn't do anything. And Caterpie evolved into an even more worthless Pokemon named Metapod, which looked like a giant penis, mind you. So, I caught Metapod. <laughs> I, I'm being dead serious right now. You guys go look this shit up if, you, if you're unfamiliar with this. Metapod looks like a giant dick. And I, I named him, because you get to name your Pokemon, right? And ever since I was like six, I've been giving my video game characters inappropriate names. So I named my Metapod Dildo, because he looked like one. <laughs> you know, I was like 13. I thought it was funny. <laughs> so this is great. So I always hated playing Pokemon with my Game Boy, right? So I bought, when I was, when at this stage, I bought um, Super Game Boy. So I would mm. play the Game Boy games through a Super Nintendo cartridge so that I could play them on a TV using my Super Nintendo controller, which was much better than the handhold, I must say. And I advised all my friends that couldn't get into the handheld stuff to get a Super Game Boy because it was just so much better that way. And eventually I I did the same with Pokemon Stadium on 64. You could do the same. Um, So anyway, 
I build up, I get this metapod named Dildo and I'm building him up. And you got to build this dude up for like 12, 13 levels in order to beat Brock. And it is so painful, dude, because he can't do anything. He can like tackle and harden and shoot string in your eye and that's it. So you pretty much have to start every Pokemon battle with Metapod. Put him at the front of your party so that every random encounter you get, Metapod goes out there and gets a little experience. And then change him out with some other Pokemon on your team, like Pikachu or whoever. And then you'd kill the Pokemon, and then Pikachu and your Metapod would split the experience. Do you follow me so far? Yes. I understand. <laughs> okay. So anyway, I'm going through... I'm, you, you have to build up this fucking Metapod out of nothing into like a badass Butterfree, which is like this, uh, it's like a, it's like a butterfly Pokemon that has moves that can hurt rock types. It's got confusion or something that can hurt rock types. Mm. And so anyway, I'm playing, I'm playing on my Super Game Boy on the big TV in my living room, trying to build up this character and my, my late grandfather comes over. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering, I was wondering where this is going. Yeah, he's sitting there watching me play, right? And I realize, I look back and I can see him so flustered and he's staring at the screen at my name of my Metapod. <laughs> he stared at the screen and where it reads Dildo and he can't really understand what's happening. And I just play dumb, right? Like, I don't even want to bring it up. Like, it's the elephant in the room. Like, I don't even bring it up. So, anyway, my grandpa saw that I named a Pokemon Dildo and that's about the highlight of our relationship, me and him. <laughs> um, I, I, would say, <laughs> I would say that the, the best thing about Pokemon after you beat that first gym, and by the way, it's by far the hardest part of the game because you start with literally nothing. So after you beat Brock into the rock gym, the, rock gym, the game really gets fun because all of these new elements open up. You, you have to fight Misty in gym two, who's all water type, which you can beat pretty easily with Poke Pikachu or um, the, the Squirtle or um, Bulbasaur. So, or excuse me, not Squirrel, Bulbasaur, Pikachu will work really well. Anyway, the game opens up and it gets really fun and you get to start collect collecting all types of Pokemon and building your team, which was something I thought was really cool. So you have six Pokemon on your team at all times. And most people don't really carry more than six because it doesn't make any sense to try and build up more than you can carry. So you're going through the game and you're catching all these cool, new, fun Pokemon like Abra. I was so excited when I finally found an Abra. And it was so hard because all he does is teleport away. I had to catch him a million times or excuse me, throw Pokeballs at him a million times before I caught him. Long story short, you get into the game, you build up your characters, you go through all these crazy gyms, you fight all these crazy Pokemons, you have to develop a team that's strategically good with different elements. So you can't have like six Pikachus on your team. It doesn't work. You need like one Pikachu, one water type, one fire type, one, you know, flying type so that you can fly around the map. It's, it's, it's a lot more strategic than you would think in terms of team building and how you play the game and Anyway, I, I just love it. I think it's a great, great game. There's all kinds of things to do. It's very interesting. Kids love it. I love it. It's unique. It's different. The reason there's two different partner games for every one that comes out, like red and blue, black and white, emerald and pearl, I think it was, was so that you could find different types of Pokemon. But it's the exact same map, Brennan. If you play Pokemon red or blue, it's the exact same map. All the gyms are the same. The starter Pokemon are usually pretty similar. The only difference is your random encounters yield different Pokemon. That's all. Let's see. Um, well, I mean, I think, I, I think I'm going to go play now from that explanation. Does it sound fun or does it sound lame? I don't know. I mean, the one thing, I'm not a big RPG player. The, and, and, I have, and I have, like, picked up 
Um, I haven't picked it up. I mean, I have played a little tiny bit. Like, I think I've started a game of Pokemon Yellow. Like, I think I've had like an emulator. Is like, oh, you can like, I can like play all these like Game Boy games on like some emulator device I yeah. have. And so I started a game, and and you're right. Like, it's just, it, I mean, you're right, but like, uh, but it's very complicated. And like, all that stuff you're talking about, like, it is, it is, it is kind of complicated. And like, that's the thing about RPG games. Like, they're very you know, there's, they all have their different, in, in tri- like, they're all very intricate. And so, and I always found Pokemon just to be a little bit, you know, just different. I just, I never really, I, I never really understood it. And I, what, how you explained it to me, it makes it even so more, even more so like why I never played it. Cause it sounds effing confusing and complicated, but it probably isn't that complicated. Really? <laughs> Well, I mean, it's like I said, it's all element. It's all elemental. That's uh, at the base of it. You're it's an RPG with elemental factors. Mm. That's all it is. And and also, I'm not a I'm not much of a, comp- a completionist for when I play video games. And so, when it, Pokemon always seemed like you just you're out there just collecting Pokemon and like you go and like I, I was there much yeah, of a story. Not, was there much true. of a was there much of a yeah story? yeah a lot of story. Okay. Well, ever. Every, well, everyone was the same. Everyone was. I'm a young Pokemon trainer, and I want to. I want to fight in the the Pokemon League. I want to go fight in the Pokemon League. But first, to do that, I have to collect eight gym badges. So pretty much every Pokemon game, you're just some kid starting out with a level one or two starter Pokemon. And you start in your little hometown, and you work your way through the map, and you have to beat all these gyms along the way, which get successively harder, of course. And then also along the way, there's all these different tunnels and forests and shit you can explore to go find cool items that you need to help advance the game. Like in the original Pokemon, there's this one part where there's this big ass, fat ass Snorlax blocking your way, and you can't you can't go through that mountain pass until you move the Snorlax. But to move the Snorlax, you have to find the flute, which is like somewhere else in the map. You have to get it. Do you know? So it's not it's not too dissimilar to a lot of video games. You have to get the item to clear the path to advance okay. the game. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. But at the um, same time, at the same time, the bad guys that you encounter. So, like, you've played, like, Final Fantasy and stuff. You just encounter all these bad guys, right? Just randomly right. you're out, out and about. Mm-hmm. It's the exact same thing, except it's Pokemon. And when you encounter them randomly, you can catch them. But also, on your way from the beginning to the, to the end of the game, there's a bunch of po- other Pokemon trainers that are plants in the game that will fight you when you walk past their sight line. So when you walk past all these sight lines, this little exclamation pi- part pops up, and it's like, I'm challenging you to a Pokemon! And those guys okay. are good because they give you a lot of experience, a lot of experience, but you can't catch their Pokemon because they're owned Pokemon. I see. And that's like, and that's so, when like, so, and you go like, let's go Pikachu. And that's how it kind of goes. Yeah. So at the, so you have six Pokemon and whoever you put at the front of your party comes out first and automatically gets experience every time. That's why I said you put the Metapod at the front of your party. Because when the, when the fight starts, the person at the front of your party comes out to fight. Now, you can swap them out with any other Pokemon whenever you want, but when you do, you take at least one hit from the bad guy. So the turn that you take, you don't get a hit. You get a swap in, and then the other guy gets a hit on you, like a free hit. So building up kind of sucks when you have a Metapod because you're always taking hits on your good Pokemon, so you have to keep going back and healing at the at the Poke Center in town, which it only takes a minute, but it's a lot of traveling. Um, yeah. So anyway, the, my, my favorite thing part about the game was – I thought the I thought catching and building your own team of Pokemon was super fun. I I loved I loved like Abra into Kadabra and eventually into Alakazam. 
Like that was my favorite Pokemon. And I've got a few others, but I mean, you, you obviously have enough experience to have a few favorites, right? Who were your favorites? I mean, I, I got to go with Pikachu. Um, I, I, I like really Pikachu. <laughs> um, you know what? I mean, I'll say I don't have my favorites from, from, from. Pikachu was the from, cute, uh, Pikachu was the cute girl inclusion you realize that, I don't, right? i don't have i don't we, have a favorite i sorry let me just finish i don't have a favorite from the 90s i have a favorite from the 2010s and and it, it's based off like i mean obviously there was a big craze that happened in like 2015 where uh pokemon go happened and um and i really and the biggest pokemon the most like like the one everyone wanted to catch was Eevee. And I kind of like Eevee because Eevee could evolve into all these different, different types. Um, and I don't okay, know if that's no, Eevee's cool. Eevee's cool. I don't, I don't know. No, if Eevee's a cool, it's a good choice. And, uh, and I mean, we can get, we'll probably get into this later, but you know, the, the Nintendo Switch is, you know, the, the latest Nintendo system and it's, and then, and a new Pokemon game is coming out for the Switch in November. And, it's there's two versions. It's either let's go Pikachu or let's go Eevee. And if I get one, I'm definitely gonna go with Eevee and not Pikachu. So uh Is um, it like I didn't even know this was coming out. Is it like the old ones, sort of? Except modernized? It's, so it's it's yeah, it's um it's the first Pokemon RPG game on a console. Um Dude and Dude, I may buy a Switch just for that. And so yeah, and it's so so that so there's that and but it also has like a a pokemon go like like thing too like apparently pokemon that you catch in pokemon go you can transfer to the game like it has that whole like that transferring system like between the pokemon go app and and the let's go and there's i mean there's some interesting things that it kind of does between stuff i've i don't really know too much more about it than other than that but i do know that it's like the first um, Pokemon RPG that's on a, on a console, so no, it sounds great. That sounds great. I'd buy it, man. I, I may and, get a Switch just for that. Like, sounds great. And so, and Eevee's and a good if, choice. And so, if you and I, I and I might be wrong on this, but I believe it's almost kind of like a remake of the original Red and Blue. I mean, I think you start in the Kanto region, and that's like where the game takes place. And I don't know if that's where all the other pokemon games take place but um it's where this game takes no, place and, no they don't and so but yeah i mean i'm open to you know the pokemon world like i have you know two children that are probably going to be in the in the pokemon my my son is named link which is based off of zelda and i have my daughter named ivy who's not named off anything but i like to pretend that she's named off ivysaur this so people think that i'm really obsessed with video games um <laughs> oh that's good yeah we should say that so all right cool um yeah for me it was abra uh blastoise was awesome he's like the evolved squirrel he's got like these like rockets coming out of his shoulders they're, they're like they're like water rockets i don't know mm -hmm. pretty cool and then um there was this one pokemon that i really liked it was only in one episode it was the the fire gym episode and it was super hard pokemon to find in fact, um, it was the last Pokemon I ever found of all 150, and I'll get to that in a bit. But uh, his name is Magmar. He's sort of like this uh, dinosaur-looking dude. He's like, he's, his primary element is fire, his secondary is confusion. 
He's he's sort of like a dragon looking dude, except he's got like he has like elephant man head. Like it's all like it looks like a bunch of tumors are growing out of it because he's you know he's a psychic type, <laughs> right? And uh, uh, he, and the I think the cool the coolest Pokemon fight episode ever in the cartoon was the two part episode where Ash used his Charizard to get the fire badge against the Magmar. That was such an awesome episode because it was like two dragons fighting in a fucking volcano for two episodes. That's cool. Um, yeah, but, so that's that's I, why I like Magmars. But I also think we, we're glossing over the, one of the greatest Pokemon ever, and that's, of course, Dig Dug, and then Dig Dug becomes Diglett. D- Diglett? Yeah. Which oh, and I don't think there is a Dig Dug. Is this a is this a video game joke that I'm? Is it is it Diglett? Is it so it's Diglett and then there's D- it? D- oh. Diglett into Doug Trio. Oh, Doug Trio. Okay, that's right. Sorry, I thought it was Dig. I thought Dig Dug was like the single. Dig Dug's a video game from like that from like the 80s. Um, <laughs> it's from like the yeah 1972. <laughs> uh, but anyways, I thought I, when so, you were talking when you were talking about penises earlier, I thought. I thought I thought Diglett was like obviously the the obvious other choice for you know a penis Pokemon. Um, um but... no it, no it didn't look it didn't look nearly as much like a penis as Metapod. Metapod <laughs> looks like a penis, dude. Google Metapod right now uh, for those listening at home who don't know what Metapod looks like, but it's not safe for work because it looks like a penis, and your boss may walk by and go, "What is that porn?" Like, oh, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm at work doing the podcast right now. I'm looking at Metapod. And it, I mean, I guess I could see like the the phallic. Oh, hang on, hang on. It's not enough to look at Google Images. You have to look at how it looks in the four bit video game. Oh, that's what I'm looking. <laughs> it at. Look, okay. I'm I telling see. you, it looks like a penis. <laughs> All right. Um, so, we're, we're you found getting, getting, You found it. I, I, I'll find it. I, I now I know what you're talking Listen, about. Listen, Brennan, yeah, yeah. we're we're on track here. If we're on track, talking about penises is what we do. So. <laughs> Um, don't discourage this so you know we already talked about your favorite part of the game it sounded like it was building up you know pokemon and like well, you know building up you know, a team it was of it. developing a yeah yeah developing that strategy of a team and then the gym battles were, were pretty pretty fun yeah so have you um, gone back and have you gone back and played this like the originals have you do you is this, is this was this game no. is this game replayable is it replayable it's it's not really. I wouldn't say. I wouldn't say this is one of those games you want to replay, and only because there's eighty six hundred fucking versions of it. You don't need to replay the same version. Like I've, I, there's a handful of them that I haven't played. So I, I don't. If, is I, it, if I was a kid, and if I was a kid, and I had a limited time, and I could play them all again and again and again, I may replay them. But I sort of got into these in middle school, and I never, I never replayed them. I'll just say that. So, so when you get to the next sequels, when you got the you know, crystal, cyan, yeah, moon, yeah. hell, yeah. earth, heaven, yeah. whatever, um, <laughs> Pokemon heaven and hell. That, that'd be a, you know they should do that. Um, do it just gets there just becomes more and more Pokemon the the capture right. Eventually, there's just like all these generations of Pokemon and each, yeah. That it, was the, that's the thing about exactly. the sequels is that it introduces more Pokemon right. Yeah, they would go to new islands and they would have all these new Pokemon, but they would also have some old favorites too. Okay, but so like so you'd some... still, you'd still be able to find a Pikachu usually, right? Um, so mean, it wasn't one hundred percent new. It was I, I see. It was seventy percent new. I would say. So, so did you ever watch Pokemon the movie? 
Yeah, obviously you watch Pokemon the movie. But you know, I, th- would... I think What's I did see the it? original once. I thought it was stupid. I thought it was, I don't know. I, I remember not liking it. I, th- I remember something like really stupid going on with Mew and Mewtwo. It was about like saving Mew. I don't know. It just felt very hippie. I don't know. Sometimes the themes of helping animals, which are good themes, and I want people to help animals. Like, don't be wrong. I'm not some monster, but they can be a little heavy handed sometimes in that show about how important it is to take care of your Pokemon. And, and you know, they, 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 they love to cram morals down your throat in kid shows. And sometimes and some and, and in a 20 minute TV episode, it's like I can live with whatever little stupid moral they want to sell me for 30 seconds at the end. But in a movie, like an hour and 20 minutes long, and I've got, I'm getting like beat over the head with these fucking Pokemon morals. It's like, I check out. I just think I start thinking it's so stupid. Like, I'm glad they're trying to teach like dumb little kids lessons, but like I'm dumb, but I'm not a kid anymore. So I'm not going to listen. <laughs> <laughs> um, so let's talk a little bit about, um, let's talk about what the legacy of it, the, the, how Pokemon started. What, yeah. what is, so do you, are you, are you really in tune with this? Yeah. Is this what you, you, you okay? Well, Tell me well, about I've, it. I've come to learn this. I've come to learn this later. I wasn't in tune at the time, but it's kind of a cool story. There's this guy, and he he was obs- Do you remember in the original Pokemon before before Pokemon Color, or excuse me, in the original Game Boy, not Game Boy Color, you had link cables, and uh-huh. you could they were just like black AV cables that you would hook from one Game Boy to the next. And there was a very limited amount of multiplayer games that you could do this with. I remember one of them was Tetris. I, in fact, I think that was really the only one I ever remember seeing anybody play with link cables. because, Or maybe it was Dr. Mario, where you could play against each other. Um, anyway, so the link cables really fascinated this man who created Pokemon. And I, I'm sorry, I didn't write down his name, and I don't so want to I'll tell, I'll tell you his name. His name is uh, Satoshi Tajiri. Um, and he's a creator. Okay, Tajiri. Tajiri, yeah. Um, okay, so so, yeah. so this guy was re- so this guy grew up, um, and this man is uh, on the autistic spectrum, which I thought was kind of interesting. Because um, I don't know if you've noticed this, but I sort of have this theory that being autistic makes your brain kind of super in some areas. You know, I, sure, I think yeah. I think that's fair to say, right? You you can yeah. think of all the famous people that are on the spectrum, right? Yeah. So anyway, um, he had this amazing idea that I think his autism helped vet this out in his mind and play this out to a degree that most minds wouldn't take it. So in other words, we're thanking the disorder, the disorder of this man. I'm not sure if it's called a disorder. I'm sorry. I'm not good at this shit guys, but the <laughs> autism this man had helped, helped him develop this game, which I thought, I think is really cool. It's like somebody using it. That, that's a Disney movie right there. It's somebody that's a disadvantaged, but finds a way to make it their advantage. You know what I mean? That's a cool story. That's sure, winning yeah. baseball. And he, and he was also obsessed with catching bugs as a child. Like, he, he, he was a bug collector. He would collect butterflies and caterpillars and all these kinds of things. So the original idea for Pokemon was, was a much more simple bug-collecting game where you, you could play a character and you could go around a map and collect these bugs. And the goal was to collect all the bugs. But the only way you collect all the bugs was if somebody else had the different version of the same game and collected the different bugs and you guys would trade with each other. Do you understand? Yeah. So um, that was the start of the whole idea. And if you'll notice, there's a, well, you won't notice because you haven't played, but there's a lot of elements of bug catching in Pokemon. Bug is a type of Pokemon. There are several, like, 
um, people that you encounter who are called bug catchers. They talk about bug catching a lot. You can get a net in one game, I think, to help you catch bugs. Like it's 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 very much ingrained into the fabric of Pokemon because that was the original idea and that, that was something this man was passionate about. So <clears throat> I think that's super cool. I think this this autistic man who loved bug catching developed this really unique concept about trading Pokemon for this or that. And that was the basis of the idea that he that he took to Nintendo. And I don't recall if he was working there at the time or he's working with an outside contractor and took it to them. But either way, that was the basis. And they loved it, but wanted it to have more broad appeal. They're like, I don't know how many kids are that into bug catching, but we love what you're doing here. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And they, they expounded it from there. And instead of just having bug Pokemon, or excuse me, just having bugs, they decided, let's have a bunch of monsters and we can make them whatever we want. And we got to catch them all. And they're going to have all these different types. So that's, that's essentially how Pokemon came together. And I think it's like a beautiful example of a great idea that was properly harnessed by a business that had profits in mind. Yeah, for sure. I mean, did you, did you trade? Did you like have friends that had, did you have friends that had the game that you'd like trade that you go to school and trade with them? I didn't go to school. No, I didn't know people. Th- this is going to lead into my angry rant. So let me get to that in a minute. Okay, um, okay. What, what, what else did you want to say about Pokemon? Cause I think I'm kind of at the end of my shtick here and we're kind of nearing the end of our show, I think. Well, you know, I just, I mean, I think the lasting legacy, the lasting legacy of Pokemon is this, you know, the creativity, like the, the unique characters that it's created over, you know, over the years. Like you have, I mean, obviously Pikachu's big, like there's a, there's a Hollywood movie coming out um, soon that's called Detective Pikachu. Um, it's like, a, it's a, is it live action? It's live action CGI, like with, with Pikachu being oh, like, uh, oh. yeah. So it's. No, but thanks. yeah, I'll I mean, pass on that. And you know, and we had this whole Pokemon Go thing happen a couple of years ago, and that really like sparked the whole Pokemon craze again. Not that it needed any more. Do you want to talk about Pokemon Go for a minute? Yeah, let's talk about. It. I mean, just I mean, it's it is such. A, it was so in, so ingrained in our. You know, if someone if you say Pokemon to someone, you would say a lot of people would say Go. You know, Pokemon Go is like was big. I really got into Pokemon Go. It was really my first really getting into any type of pokemon thing other than you know pokemon people snap were so people were so fascinated about this mechanism that accessed your camera and your phone i feel like i feel like that is what sold pokemon go because there is nothing particularly interesting creative or even fun about pokemon go i cannot remember a fad that was so popular month a that was so unpopular by month you know, E or whatever. Like, seriously, like six months after Pokemon Go was popular, who the fuck was still playing Pokemon Go? And why? Because we all came to the exact same conclusion. You'd get to level like 10 or whatever, and you're like, holy shit, how many fucking Pidgey do I have to catch to get to level 11? And then you'd, do, you'd figure out the experience. You're like, oh, I gotta catch 62 Pidgey to get to level 11. What the fuck am I doing with my life? And you delete the app. Yeah, it would, I mean, I played it, I mean, I played it for probably a month like pretty like pretty not religiously but like i play it it's on my phone like i just play it you know one thing i used to do is like i would run and play it i could like i could go on a long run and i would have pokemon go up and i would like catch pokemon as i'm running and it like made my runs a little bit more is that fun. safe i don't think so <laughs> um, i mean there's a lot of pot shots you could take about like pokemon go herds walking into traffic and all that we will let other people do that but we're all aware of them but uh but yeah it was 
I mean, it, I mean, it was a, it was a approachable way to get into Pokemon for people who weren't ever really into Pokemon. Um, and I, and to that, I, you know, I enjoyed it. It then, it then, it just kind of died, but it's still going on. Like I've been like you, you go out and you'll like, they have these like Pokemon go days. Like there's like, where like people get together in locations and they do like, they fight big, they, they fight really big Pokemon to capture them. Um, and you still see these people out like in like, but so the problem like, with Pokemon go is that you couldn't really just go fight people. That was the right. whole problem. Well, that, that, All yeah, you were doing is, was, that is a problem with Pokemon Go, and I don't know if that's since been corrected that you can like fight trainers now. Um, well, like you could fight people. You remember? I remember part of the Pokemon Go was like you could you went to like you you went to like gyms and you you fought Poke you fought you, you, would, you fought your you you would you fight but you fake, wouldn't you would click it fight like, yeah. But you wouldn't really fight. You click them, fight yeah. and then you'd watch yourself then you'd watch yourself lose to some fucking troll kid who had the gym. Right. Um but yeah, Pokemon Go. It was it was it is what it it is what it is, it is what it was, and it was it was a way for Pokemon to really get back into the eyes of the masses and like on iPhone, you know, like it wasn't on a Nintendo system. Like you didn't have to have a Nintendo system to play it. So like more some more people like how many people have iPhones? Like every couple billion people in 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 the world so um <laughs> yeah you, well, that might be a little high but, but yeah a lot but of people everybody have was playing. i remember when i bought it when i bought it when i downloaded it that day me and abby went on a walk and and you could tell who was playing pokemon because they were just in their phone and they were in like oh yeah and for like a tell. month like you would i would walk down the street and i'd be like is that guy playing pokemon go probably like but now it's you know, it, it was really, it was a phenomenon, but it was, it was so short-lived. Um, it's like one of those things like in like VH, VH1 does like, like the 2015, like Pokemon Go will be like the snap bracelet or whatever of the, of that year for that, for that show. But uh, that's what Pokemon Go was. It was such a fad. Um, totally. Um Okay, so, uh, oh, real quick, I forgot, I wanted to say this earlier when we were talking about favorite Pokemon. The other one I love is Psyduck. Psyduck. I know Psyduck, yeah. I don't know if you remember Psyduck. He was, yeah, I love Psyduck. He was so funny. He was, he was always walking around with that headache. <laughs> he would, like, freak out and his migraine would get really bad. And then he would, like, he would, like, he would blow up and, like, it, he was like the Stranger Things girl, Eleven. Like, he would get really upset and he would, like, blow up and everyone would get knocked over and have a headache. And, like, <laughs> and he was, One thing he was we're kind of glossing too. over in this whole, you know, thing is Pokemon trading cards. Did you ever play? Did you ever do that? Did you ever do trading card game? No, no. Th I, I, I guess I'm a hypocrite because I don't think Pokemon is nerdy, <laughs> but I always thought Pokemon <laughs> trading cards were pretty fucking nerdy. Uh... <laughs> like, to me, there was something completely normal about me playing a video game called Pokemon. And then I would, I would see kids at school at lunch or at pause or at recess playing the card game. And man, I just, I just look, I just took pity on them. Like, <laughs> I was like, dude, you guys are at school. You're playing Pokemon trading cards. Yeah. We're in middle I, school. I, Come on. I played magic. To, I played so, magic the gathering and, and, uh, and I thought, oh my and God, I thought I'm Pokemon, and I thought Pokemon trading cards was like, <laughs> Even more dork, dorkier than the Magic: The Gathering. <laughs> uh, 
And, uh, so you and your magic friends were turning your nose up at the exactly. Pokemon trading cards? Um, I, I actually, I, I was like talking to my coworkers today about, um, I'm doing, I was telling them I'm doing the podcast on, uh, on the, sh- I, was, I was doing my podcast on Pokemon today. And, uh, one of my coworkers said that she had all these Pokemon cards and, but her, her mom, who is like super religious, like made her take them and like run them through like a, sh- run them through a shredder because like poke. Because Pokemon was on the devil. Um, and the, <laughs> oh my god! Um, and so I thought I thought that was uh, I thought that was interesting. I mean, I, people play Pokemon. I mean, Poke, I mean, there's just so no, many different great. forms of Pokemon. There's you know the TV show, card game, video games. There's probably books. Um, my other coworker mentioned that she, her mom, like her parents, like gave her all her books. Like here, get get rid of these. Do something with them. And she has all these like original Pokemon cards, and like she's had a couple of couple of them that she has are worth like a couple thousand dollars. Um, and uh, wow, that's way more better. That's way more valuable than the <laughs> take that, Mrs. Crabtree. <laughs> uh, it, but um, and very very inside joke for anyone that went to Mount Spokane between 1998 and 2002. Um, but yeah, Pokemon was Pokemon is is living on, and uh, you mentioned like you know could it be remade? Um, well, I, I mean I think it kind of has been remade over and over again, and I, I mean, could the original be remade? I mean I kind of think it is being remade into this new. Let's go! Let's go! It is. I so it may be the greatest thing about Pokemon is that the formula yeah. will continue to work. Right. You just need to change the Pokemon. Um, but yeah, let's like think think about the billion dollar industry this autistic guy created with this idea. Like it's just it, amazing. It is amazing. And I mean, it's it's a lot to I mean, it, it is span and it spans generations. And thank you, Satoshi Tajiri, for doing that. I, I don't want to keep on calling you the autistic creator. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm. He's right. He's right. Tajiri. Thank you, uh, Tajiri. But yeah, let's go All right, with your. Um, so a thing we're gonna continue on doing is uh, doing your your Adam's uh, angry rant. Um. So Adam, what what pisses you off about Pokemon the most? So my angry rant was a staple in seasons one, um, and the first part of season two because we were talking about fantasy football a lot, and fantasy football was very frustrating. Um. I don't want to say that we're going to do Angry Rant every week because I don't want to force it. But when something really pisses me off, oh my god, yes. Okay, so I'm going to tell you guys about a very painful story about me catching all 150 original Pokemon, which I did do. I did do this. Um, Okay, so here's how it goes. I had Pokemon Yellow, right? And my buddy Glenn had Pokemon Red. So I figured between the two of us, we'd be able to catch all 150 Pokemon, right? Right, Right, of course. So, (laughs) no, it doesn't work that way. You have to have red and blue. Yellow and blue was not a match, I found out. (laughs) 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 But that wasn't really the problem. So so I'm going through yellow, and I'm catching all these Pokemon, and it's brutal, guys, because they're... There's a bunch of really rare, obscure Pokemon that you don't even know where they fucking are. And you don't have internet, so you're just, like, wandering around like a fucking idiot for hours, hoping to just randomly run into this Pokemon, and you have no idea where to look. 
And it, it's frustrating because you go in like a forest or a dungeon or something, and not the same type of Pokemon attacks you all the time. And later in the game, like, it was like, oh, yeah, these Pokemon come out at different times of day. It was like, oh, my God. So it became really challenging just to find the fucking Pokemon you're looking for. So anyway, long story short, I, I decide that I'm going to spend a summer doing this. I, like, that wasn't all I did that summer, but I, my goal was to be done at the end of the summer. I was going to catch all 150 Pokemon. So I went out, and I borrowed Blue from somebody else. And I, also, I already had a bunch of Pokemon in yellow and red. And what I did was... I, I borrowed somebody's link cables and somebody else's Pokemon, and I did I started like trading them to myself. So I was trading my good Pokemon from yellow into my starter guy in blue, so that I didn't have to build up and go through all that shit. I figured I could just roll through the game with my with my studs, you know, because they were already all like they'd already all beaten Pokemon Yellow, these Pokemon, right? So I trade myself all these awesome Pokemon, but in the game, if you're not like it, Whatever gym badge you've collected is is what the level of Pokemon you can control. So if you've collected one gym badge, you can like control Pokemon up to level 10. Two gym badges up to 20, and so on. You follow me? Yep. So when you have a starter character, when you have a starter character, all your Pokemon are like level 70. They don't fucking listen to you. They just stand, like, it keeps saying, Charizard is, is disobeying orders. Charizard is taking a nap. Charizard doesn't want to battle. And sometimes it's like, <laughs> Charizard fled. And it's like, dude... <laughs> It's so frustrating. So you're, you're just, all you're trying to do is like get them to do one hit and you can get like one out of four, like, like a level one trainer telling a level 70 Pokemon what to do. You get like maybe one out of four commands and it would be like the most simple of commands like tackle or something. And then you could just hit the other guy once it would kill them. Right? So it's just this really painful process of trying to go through the game simply to explore and catch all 150 Pokemon. And by the, and at this point, after I'd finished yellow and Glenn had finished red, we were missing about, I don't know, 30 or so, maybe 25. So I had to go through literally all the fucking blue, trying to look for these crazy 25 Pokemon that no one knows where they are, because, like I said, we're not really on, we're not really in the internet days yet. It's summer, so I'm not at school talking to people. I'm literally trying to solve this myself. It was so fucking frustrating. Long story short, I finally start i catch like 149 of them and the very last one to catch is magmar and i'm looking for this fucker all over the place and and it's not just there, there's like exceptions to the rule like not all 150 pokemon are catchable and we didn't even know this because again no internet but there's four pokemon that you have to trade them to evolve them and if you haven't caught the evolved version of pokemon then you haven't caught all 150 like pikachu represents like two different pokemon in the 150 he's pikachu and he's raichu because he evolves into a Raichu. So there's like these stones you have to get, and they're all over the fucking place, and they're limited. And then you're like building up Pokemon left and right, and they're not fucking obeying your commands. And you don't know where anybody is. And then finally, finally, I catch, like, I, I learned to trade. There's like four Pokemon that you have to trade to evolve. And one of them was fucking Abra, which was so frustrating. I didn't know that because he's my favorite one. I didn't know that. You have to trade him. A Kadabra evolves into an Alkazam when you do that. Mm. When you finally, when you finally get, like, interesting, <laughs> I know. When you finally, when you finally get all, well, I, well, I didn't have all 150 on one game, okay? I had, like, 50 on one, 50 on one, 50 on the other. And I was thinking, okay, now all I gotta do is trade, right? Oh my god. These link cables for the old Game Boy, literally just trading, like, one Pokemon at a time was, like, a two-minute transaction. Oh like, god. Like, <laughs> So I'm, I'm sitting there, like, Trading Pokemon like one at a time between three different Game Boys that I have, trying to move them all over to one file so I could get them all on one fucking guy. And by the way, 
my buddy Glenn helped me a lot. I mean, I did the line share. I'd say I did like 75% of the work. He helped a lot. And the goal and what we thought the, the whole time was when we get all 150 Pokemon, we're going to be awarded a Mew or a Mewtwo. Because it's like, <laughs> what the hell else is there in the game? You know what I mean? Like a Mew or a Mewtwo. It was like this mythical Pokemon that we didn't know where it was. We knew it existed in the Poke universe, but we didn't know how to catch it. And there's this one dude in this one little town that says, hey, when you catch all 150, you come back and see me. I got a special surprise for you. That's all he says. I'm like, whoa. So you think he's going to give you a Mew or some shit? I spent all fucking summer catching these 150 goddamn fucking Pokemon using this link cable. Two minutes of transaction. I spent all summer and finally the day came where I had chased them all down. I'd caught them all. I'd evolved them all. I'd build them all up to the point where they could evolve. I'd traded for the stones and all that. And I'm, and I decide I'm going to make a day of this. I'm going to go over to Glenn's house. We're going to celebrate. I'm going to catch them in front of him. We're going to both party with this Mew and, and pat ourselves on the back and celebrate for our summer's work well done. So we get there. It's the day. I've got all 150. I've got them all on one Pokemon game. I go to Glenn's house. I say, today's the day. I'm going to walk over to that guy. And I'm going to ask for my prize. And we both, we were both so excited, dude. So fucking excited. So we get, I get over there. We can hardly wait. Turn the game on. We're running over. We're giddy like fucking schoolgirls. We're giddy like guys who are about to get laid for the first time, dude. Like it was, it was embarrassing. And we go there. We go to the guy. We're like, oh my God, it's Mew time. It's Mew time. And we click on the guy and he goes, swear to God, he goes, congratulations. You've caught all 150 Pokemon. Plug in your Game Boy printer to print off a certificate. Thanks for playing. <laughs> and we're like, we're like, what the fuck is that? We're like, first of all, who the fuck has a Game Boy printer? <laughs> Second of all, that's it? That's my special prize? A fucking certificate saying I caught all 150 fucking Pokemon? I know I got all 150 fucking Pokemon. I just spent all fucking summer catching them. What the hell is this shit? I can't tell you how let down we were. We proceeded to bury ourselves in ice cream. It was depressing. It was like the first time you got dumped. What the hell is this shit? A fucking certificate with a Game Boy printer that nobody owns? That's just cruel. It's cruel. Oh my god. God, I was mad. I'm still mad. God. That's it. Burnt out in the show. Uh, Take over. Well, I'm off. Well that, I'm off. Well, I mean, that's kind of that. I mean, you isn't the name of the game "Gotta Catch Them All." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it like, was. It was the like, name of the game. If there's one thing I remember from the TV show, it was like, gotta catch them all, Pokemon. Like, yeah. that was like... You know what it is? It's a sick <laughs> fucking ploy to get you to buy games. That's all it is. There's nothing special about catching them all, people. There's nothing fucking special. Beat the gym leaders, and that's it. Do not waste your time. So, but it's 150, it's 151 Pokemon in the in the original so what who maybe, was maybe your... it was 151 i don't remember oh anyways but so i swore it was one i, mean, I thought it was 150 i don't remember. well i think w the one was mew uh but uh yeah but you couldn't get mew you couldn't you couldn't capture Mew was mew? like a, a well i mean there was a glitch that people learned about how to do oh. later i guess but it, this was not a readily known thing and catching okay. mew was not something they mandated for you to to catch them all so you didn't have to get Mew to catch them all, in other words. But we did think that's what it was, because right, we yeah, knew he was out there, and it's like, what the hell else is there to do? And we were thinking, dude, we're going to get Mew, we're going to play on Pokemon Stadium with Mew, we're going to have Mew, you know, in gym battles, and that, like, we can trade Mew to us. Like, my plan was, 
I'm going to trade Mew to some starter guy in some next file I play in Pokemon Gold or Silver or something. You know what I mean? Like, I had this whole plan for what to do with it. Instead, I got a fucking guy telling me to print off certificate. By the way, I never got because I wasn't <laughs> going to spend a fucking cent more on a Game Boy printer to have a certificate to tell me you just wasted your whole fucking summer. <laughs> oh, man. That's funny. Uh, but, um, well. Uh, in the show. In the show. I'm so mad. <laughs> <laughs> well if there's all one right. lesson to be learned here guys don't try to catch them all just you know just, don't just, just catch beat, them all just beat the game and if you want to catch them all you know then don't then, do what i did then bury yourself in some ice cream afterwards um it was so depressing it was i remember the first i remember looking at the game and like us reading it and waiting for something else to happen like we kept waiting for him to say something else and we talked to him again and he said the exact same thing and we're, we there was like this moment of incredible embarrassing silence like just an incredible letdown like after your team loses it's like after your team throws a super like an interception on the one yard line that's what it's like it's like mm. dude what the hell just happened and yeah. we just sat there in silence for a minute sad bummed out and then i said i need to go eat and he followed me. We were at his house into his kitchen, and we we ate like fat asses the rest of the night because we were so miserable. I'm sorry. Um, we we well, ate like fat. We ate like women that just got dumped. <laughs> Gosh. Well, thank you guys so much for listening to our uh, our first show of season three, Pokemon. Um, you know, I think uh, I think there's a lot to there's a there's gonna be a it's gonna be hard to top this one. It was uh it was pretty good. So. But next week, uh, yeah, I, I, I don't get that angry usually. That rant, oh my god, dude, that was, you, you that was tapped good, into something dark, something dark in one. my soul about that. That was a good summer. one. Well, well, next week we're gonna be going. We're staying. We're staying in the '90s because that's the name of the game, and uh, we're gonna be doing your favorite '90s TV show. Da na na na, da na na na. The show. The show actually starts with '90. It's uh, you know, we're gonna. It's nine oh two one oh. Um, we're going to be talking about your favorite twins. I'm not talking about Lincoln da, 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 da. Ivy. Talking about Brendan. Oh, yeah. Brendan and Brandon. Brandon. Yeah, we should have. Yeah. So, so yeah, that's you what's going on your next twins, week. Brenda and Brandon. That would have been really, that's great, been really weird. So, so. so listen, listen, I'm sorry I got so upset. Uh, if I said anything insensitive today, I'm sorry. Um, I'm not really, but you need to say these things. I'm for sure. Well, uh, thank you guys for listening. I, I thank you so to... much. Thank you so much for listening, and um, thank you, Adam, for five star uh, reviews, know, guys. Five, yeah, get yeah. on that. Oh, and also, let's not forget social medias. Uh, we're on Twitter at at Super Nineties Brothers, and we're on Facebook. Find us by searching Super Nineties Brothers. Um, you can email us at Super Nineties Brothers, all spelled out, um, at gmail.com. Send us your. You could be the next. You could be the next Cam Morrison. Yes, be the next Cam Morrison and uh, recommend our next show. Um, much like and Cam did it. The, could I just say Cam did it the right way? Like he didn't just email and say, "Hey, do this." You know what I mean? He was like, "Hey guys, like the show. I listened to this show and I liked this part about it." He at least substantiated that he had listened to some of the podcast and then made his request, which way we were happy to accommodate. Absolutely, thank you, Cam. This show's dedicated to you. Good work, Cam. Um, yeah, buddy, you keep killing it out there, Cam. You and all your people. All right, guys. Well, we're we're running out of time, so thank you for listening, and uh, see you later. All right. For, 
All right. Give us those five-star reviews on iTunes. For Brennan Pointer, I'm an angry Adam J. Pitzler. We'll talk to you guys next time on 90210. Goodbye.